The NFL Week 12 recap and Week 14 look-ahead lines on the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofs.com code SUPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants it again? Everybody, back to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Monday, November the twenty seventh, Thanksgiving weekend in the books. And man, if you uh, if you like betting uh, public favorites this weekend, you feasted. And that's uh, a record breaking, I think, twelve and three for favorites this weekend. So shout out if you were on all those favorites. I was not. I got ambushed. So you know me, I like taking the dogs. I got my ass kicked. So. Uh, J Mark football. I'm joined. Uh, sorry, I'm joined by J Mark football and K old fashioned football. And I am Moneyline Mac. Uh, what's up, man? How'd, you, how'd your Thanksgiving go? You've been watching Star Wars speaking backwards. J Mark football. Yeah. I'm joined by uh, I'll Yoda. Send your Yoda <laughs> yeah. over there. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving was good. I thought there were some good games. There were some stinker games, but uh, for our pick show, I went five and one. Can't complain about that. Hit the lock dog and tease. And, uh, yeah, overall, good family time. How about you? You have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, I can't complain. Uh, college basketball was good. NFL was good. College football was good. Uh, gambling wasn't so good. But, hey, you know, you take your lumps as long as you go. You bounce back. And, hey, we got some more games. Because, you know, I'm on the dog tonight. Let's go Bears. And I know you are, too. That's right. <laughs> hey, you know what? The dogs are doing. What better way than the Chicago Bears to go into Minnesota and get an outright win? Uh, Jay Mark, anything that, that caught your eye from this weekend before we go game by game? Uh, we talked a little bit before we went live. Terrible officiating in that oh. Jags Texans game, terrible officiating in the Eagles Bills game. Um, at some point, the refs have to be held accountable. I mean, they got the guys in in New York or whatever that you know they talk with the announcers, like, Yeah, I, I think they got that one wrong, they should have got that. Can't they make a call to the refs and be like, Hey. You're fucking up. You need to start making some right calls. Uh, they got to be held accountable at some point. Been saying that uh, we have the coaches have press conferences. We have the players have press conferences. And these jackass officials just get to fuck the game up and they get to go on with their days. Go on with their, get their check, uh, get paid well, travel well, and no accountability. I mean, very, very yeah. little accountability. I guess if you screw a game up enough, They'll, uh, I guess, suspend you or take you off a playoff game, but they don't go far enough. I mean, these refs need to be held accountable. You got players and coaches' jobs are on the line, and these guys, I don't know if they got an agenda or they're just bad or just don't know the rules, but officiating at an all-time low um, this season. I think we all can agree on that, whether whichever side you're gambling on or just a fan of the game. For sure, yeah. Make sure you go to the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast store. Get yourself a Refs Are Terrorists shirt. 
show everybody how you really feel about them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got mine. I, it was showed plenty this weekend. Uh, I know this made you sick to your stomach on Thanksgiving because the Packers go into Detroit and stun them and kind of dominate them from a turnover standpoint. Golf kind of turned back into a pumpkin a little bit. He was bad. Uh, I know he, he ended up throwing for over 300 yards, but the two fumbles, one return for a touchdown, couldn't, couldn't dig themselves out of this hole. What was your takeaway here, J. Mark? Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit of surprised, but uh, we had to see this coming, right? They they almost lost to the Chargers. They got really lucky against the Bears. They were having too many close calls. It was time for them to lose a game. And credit to Matt LaFleur. Hell of a game plan. I don't, you know me. I told RD to jump in here to hear me trash them. It was a mind trick. I'm doing the exact opposite. I do not compliment the Packers often, but a hell of a game plan by the Packers and LaFleur to, to go in there and to win the way they did. I mean, they dominated in all three phases of the game and uh, against a Detroit team that's been very good this year. So I hate to see it, but it is what it is. And you got to give credit where credit's due. I know it's killing you because all of a sudden, if the Bears win tonight, the Packers are one game back of the wild card, just like that. And we talk, we talk. So you you might want to lose tonight. Um, but it's uh, it, it happens every year where one team from each league or multiple teams will start two and five, one and five, and then they'll catch lightning in a bottle. And it seems to be the Packers are going to be that team. Uh, winners, what of three out of four now? Yes, winners of three out of four. They beat the Rams at home. Should have beat the Steelers um, and then got got by the Chargers last week and kept it rolling against these Detroit Lions from here. They're five and six. They uh, they got they got the Kansas City Chiefs coming to them. And I think Kansas City still looks vulnerable. That game will be at Lambeau. Jordan Love's playing better for Detroit here. They fall to eight and three and they go to they got a back to back at New Orleans and at Chicago. I kind of think they could get picked off in either or both those games. How about you? Well, obviously the Bears game. We should add in, in Detroit, so hopefully we take the one in Chicago. But yeah, I agree. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes up the next couple of weeks here because Packers trending up, Lions and all these close games and now losing one, trending down. Uh, do they break their own hearts in a typical Detroit Lion fashion? You know, J. Mark, I was thinking about this too today. With I'm not trying to overreact to just one Lions loss, but – the Lions had been on a record pace covering games. They yeah. had been what they they had only lost like four games in their last twenty. Do they come back to the pack uh, to end the season? Do they do they start do they spiral a little bit down the stretch because they played out of their minds in the first half? They played out of their minds in the second half. Is it one of those regression back where they come back and finish what ten and seven? Maybe maybe eleven six. I don't know. I, I I feel like they're due for some regression though, man. They they been you can't cover it a seventy five percent clip all the time. I know it's been America's team. Everybody loves backing them, but this seemed to finally catch up with them. Yeah, no, hundred percent agree. And and like I said, they almost lost to two the teams that, in, that aren't that good. Yeah, the Bears and yeah. the Chargers. That they only beat the Chargers by three. Um, Probably should have lost both those games, and those are not like great teams. No offense to yeah. my Bears. <laughs> oh, you guys are great. You're gonna be great tonight. I got a good feeling. Well, let's go over to. Uh, we don't even need to talk about the sex fucking game. This was the biggest <laughs> clown show I've ever watched in my life. Uh, Dallas routes another one, uh, forty-five to ten. Jack Del Rio fired in DC. Ron Rivera still there. 
I don't even think Ron was at the game in the second half. I didn't even see him on the sideline. I think he went and took a nap uh, because that's about as bad as performance as I've ever seen in this rivalry. Completely dominated by the Cowgirls. Completely embarrassing. Got their ass kicked. No other way to put it. I mean, Dak Prescott was perfect. 22-32, 300 yards, four touchdowns, eating fucking turkey on the sideline. Nobody went over there and hit him. I mean, how does nobody even fucking go over there and hit his ass? after he's mocking you eating a piece of fucking turkey during the middle of the game. And how's that not a penalty, by the way? Not that it would have mattered. That's Whatever it is, you can't use a prop. The guy's just eating a turkey leg that he got out of the end zone. That is a penalty. And the rest are like, ah, nah. But you know what? Our coach didn't even fight for it because he was over there taking a nap crossing his arms. Complete embarrassment. Looking forward to the Ron Rivera era being over. This team has completely quit on him. Yeah, poor Rivera looked confused before the game started. I don't know if you caught that uh... – the camera pan on him while they were playing the national anthem, but he just, he was yeah. like looking, <laughs> looking confused. Like what's going on? You know, he's like, he's like, man, Jerry's got a big TV up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No kidding. This, this, uh, this route actually surprised me. I thought the commanders were going to stay competitive in this one. Didn't happen. Um, and you know, it's unfortunately the commanders not looking like a great team right now we've said it all year the cowboys they beat up on the teams that aren't that good the teams that aren't executing on all levels and then they lose to the ones that are so you know two weeks from now well they play seattle next week i believe and then two weeks from now playing the eagles that we're going to learn a lot about the cowboys the next two games here i think i agree with you uh from here, the Skins play the Dolphins. <laughs> They're going to be a 10-point dog. I'll probably talk myself into Ron. This is actually <laughs> this is actually the first time that they kind of just shit the bed as a dog. They have been so good as a dog, but yeah. I don't know, man. The Cowboys kind of own their ass lately, unfortunately. Dak kills them, so 45-10 to 10 final. Not much, like you said. The Cowboys stay in the hunt 8-3, and three. Um, to be honest. I think they're better than the Eagles, and, and we'll talk about the Eagles here in a minute. Uh, the team that just finds a way to win. I do agree with Nick in the chat. They will find a way to choke because they are the Cowgirls. But but for the meantime, I mean, the Cowboys schedule is going to get interesting here. They got Seattle, Philly, at Buffalo, at Miami. They can't hide and play the Redskins all the time and these shit teams that they like to beat up on. It's going to get real here for the Cowgirls. Yeah, for sure. Nick also saying, had the commander started Matt Ryan as QB1, you'd be top of the division. Um, <laughs> uh, he would have had a broken leg with how bad this offensive line is. To be honest, Sam Howell's been about the only positive for this team this year. Yeah, for sure. I will say I'm mad at the commanders. I went on the, uh, I guessed it in, in lieu of Sean on the Pat Callahan show. And I said, you back Ron as a dog. And Ron made me look like a fool. <laughs> Way to go, Ron. You're making right. not only me look like a fool, but J-Mark now. That's why That's you're right. going to be done here in a couple of weeks. But, hey, you know what? We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, live betting, Bet365 is you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit on your NFL same game parlay, plus to even have an early payout offer if your team goes up simply 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no sweat bet or bet five to get 150 in bonus bets, plus head over to sportsgamblingpockets.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpockets.com slash bet365. Or use the sign-up link in our show bio. We'll give out a let's give one out right now on bet three six five. Uh, we're both on the Bears tonight in the points. 
Uh, it's been a favorites weekend, but I also think that the Bears should have beat the Vikings uh, in the first meeting. I think it, I think I think the Bears are live. Would you sprinkle some on that money line tonight, J. Mark? Even as a non-Chicago Bears fan, parlay Bears money line and Justin Fields anytime touchdown. Let's go. Boom. Get over there and get on it. Let's go Fields. Let's go Bears. If you got a problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. All righty, we're back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Moving along. I'll tell you what, man. This one surprised me, too. This has always been a close game, and I ain't shit on this game. Niner, the Niners kicked their ass. I mean, this game, they took control right from the get-go. It feels like every time it's in Seattle, it comes down to the wire, but... I think reality is these two teams from a roster standpoint are on two completely different levels. They doubled them up in yardage, dominate or uh if, if it wasn't for the turnover, the pick six, they didn't they didn't get anything going offensively. So Niners get it done. Niners look like the hottest team in the league. Niners head to Philadelphia this week and they're laying three at the Eagles. First of all, what's your thoughts on that that they're laying that many points in the Eagles? Um, it's crazy. However, the Niners, I mean, they are the best team in football, right? Yeah. When you watch these teams play, they are the best team. So here when I am. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When healthy, it's like, I'm speaking to the chat. I complimented RD's uh, Packers. Now I'm complimenting, uh, Nick fortunes, 49ers Insano. Let me know what your team is. I'll compliment them next. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, no, the 49ers are, are the best team. Uh, they, I don't know what what do you feel the spread should be against the Eagles? They should be favored by how many? Uh, so uh, yeah, it's in Philly. I was thinking two and a half. I, I yeah. mean, I think if the game was in San Fran, I would lay a touchdown with them. I think they're I think they're significantly better than the Eagles. I know all you Eagles said, "Oh, we're ten and one. We're went to the Super Bowl last year. We we're dogs. We got Jake Elliott. He can kick sixty yarders in the fucking rain." The reality is that's the the formula that they're winning with right now is not sustainable. It's I know yeah. that they like they're finding ways to win. I'll give them credit for that, but they're about to lose like three out of four. They they we see this all the time. We see it with the Steelers all the time. This that's why the Steelers finish eight and eight with the stats that they put out there. It's it's a miracle that they get to eight and eight, but you're not going 14 and two, four or sorry, 15 and two, 14 and three, getting out game by over a hundred yards. And and falling down double digits week in and week out, you can do it over a course of a four or five game stretch, but eventually that shit adds up, and and you start being on the wrong side of these outcomes. The only team maybe in the history is the Vikings last year, with that with that yeah. eleven and no craziness. So yeah, but he but I mean you saw what happens at the end. You you're overseeded, you're overinflated, and you lose to a shitty Giants team in the first round. Sorry, Kramer. <laughs> no, no kidding. RD pointing out that the Purdy family 0 and 5 against the Hawkeyes now that uh Nebraska's little Purdy got beat yeah. by them. So maybe <laughs> the Niners the just need to, to face yeah, of course the underhit. Maybe the <laughs> Niners just need to face that Hawkeye defense. That'll that'll slow them. Yeah, I I, I the Niners, I mean, when they're healthy, man, they're the they're the best team. I'm with you. Seahawks, is there any chance that they uh bounce back in Dallas this week? I mean they're kind of they're kind of looking. They're doing exactly what they did last year, where they hit that wall around week eleven, week twelve, and then I will say they were able to rally though around week sixteen. Maybe we fade them a couple more weeks going forward. Yeah, um, they got holes, man. Gonna, 
I don't think they're going to do well against the Cowboys, unfortunately. They're a good team, but I don't think yeah. they're going to survive that. So it's going to be tough for them. Tough for them to make a push to make the playoffs. They don't they don't really cover these big numbers either. Like, I don't know. They I they they kind of do a good job against the shit teams. Yeah. And then they kind of just get beat down by the by the by the good team. So yeah. anyway, uh let's go over to a team that loves beating up on shitty teams. That's the Dolphins. This game is god awful. I was I was on the chats here too. Uh, and I actually thought I had a chance at covering, but they gave up a pick six on a Hail Mary. I don't think I've ever seen that in my entire no. life. And yeah. Um, Dolphins continue to get it done eight and three on the year. Jets are bad, man. Whoo, that's yeah. a bad team. Um, defense is good, but I mean, when the defense is on the field the entire game, they're going to eventually break. They should go back to Zach Wilson. At least he can move around in the pocket. Yeah, I don't understand the, the Tim Boyle decision. Um, Zach hasn't been great, but he, I, I, he's kind of been dealt a bad hand, right? I mean, there he's not going to find a lot of success, I don't think, either way. But I don't think Tim Boyle's the answer either. But when you watch this game, I mean, of course, the Jets' defense is really good. But gotta gotta give credit to Insano's Dolphins since I said I would uh, compliment his team. This is <laughs> this is such a good team. I mean, they are they're well coached and uh, they're fast and they're they're hard to stop. I mean, this is going to be a team that's hard to stop. I did not think they were going to have the success they've had this year. I thought they were going to take a step back, but we also said it's all dependent on Tua's health and Tua has managed to stay healthy. So um, they're going to, they're going to be playing into the playoffs here and it's going to be tough to beat them. If, uh, if it's warm weather games now, if they get into uh, playing away games in the cold, it might get a little tough. They basically have already won the division, J. Mark. I'm looking at their schedule. I mean, they got the skins next week at DC, so that'll be a loss. Uh, just kidding. Um, but after that, man, they got four out of five at home down the stretch. Mm-hmm. You got Tennessee, the Jets again, the Cowboys and Bills. You got to go to Baltimore, but with 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 Buffalo struggling, already having six losses, the Dolphins only need to win two more games to win this division. So the AFC East is going to go through Miami interested to see and i think that's big for them because they don't need to be going to the cold in the playoffs yeah no agreed insano pointing out though they can't beat good teams um they haven't beat a team over 500 in a year so that could come into play we'll see if we see let's say hypothetically a dolphins bills first round i'll be on the bills like i think i'll be on the dolphins I don't know. We're going to see that matchup the week before. That's week 18. I We'll, we'll talk about the Bills here in a second. But it, whoever the two seed is that could potentially draw the Bills, <laughs> that is a fucking nightmare. So we'll, we'll talk about that here if, in a minute. But If the Bills can even make the playoffs. I, mean, I know. I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. If, 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 if the Bills get in, I think it's uh, your two seed. You're like, oh, shit. But we'll talk. Yeah. Well, we're teasing the Bills too much. I, I got some thoughts of the Bills. Um, all right, let's go over to the next game. Oh, God. Get this. Yeah, don't even spell their name right because they don't deserve to be spelled right. <laughs> Whoops. The New, New England Patriots are officially throwing games. There's no way that kicker is missing a 30-yard field goal after he missed a 30-yarder the week before or two weeks prior against the Indianapolis Colts. Belichick is tanking. I'm convinced now. There's no way that you you keep throwing Mac Jones out there, then you throw Zappy out there like it's freaking NFL preseason. 
that was the worst game I've ever seen in my life. That uh, tied with the Colts game uh, from two weeks ago. This Patriots team is dead, and I'll probably talk myself into him against the Chargers <laughs> next week. J Mark, just for you- the record, everybody, before we started this show, I told <laughs> Mac. If you want to bet the Patriots again, take your hand and smack yourself because I hate they, this team. <laughs> they suck. I mean, I, I was on the Giants here just because neither of these teams should have been favored. So no matter who the dog was, I was going to take the dog. Uh, and, you know, De- DeVito with his his little <laughs> celebration here, they're starting to look a little bit better. But, yeah, this Patriots team is bad. Uh, this is probably the worst Patriots team we've seen in a very long time. Mac Jones, not the answer. Bailey Zappi, not the answer. They need a quarterback and they need him now. They need, they need Kirk Cousins. Now that they got Josh Dobbs over in Minnesota, Kirk Cousins needs to go over to the Patriots and win them another Super Bowl. Yeah. And Insano makes a good point in the chat. And and I've seen, said this over and over again when I'm watching them. Why won't this team just run the ball every single play? Whenever they run yeah. the ball, they get four or five yards of carry, but then all of a sudden they'll go play action with Mac or Zappy, and they throw some boneheaded, dumbass interception where it's like, are they on the take? Like, what, what's going on here? This doesn't make any sense. Like, Belichick has always been about we're going to do what is necessary to win the game. If that means we got to run the ball every single goddamn play, we're going to run the ball every single play. He doesn't do that yeah. anymore. It's it, it's it's mind boggling how undisciplined and how poorly coached they are. Uh, unless he, unless he's just checked out, unless he's on his way to LA to coach the Chargers, who they play this week, I don't know. I, I'm, I was so per, per, per flabbergasted, I guess the right word, that they couldn't beat the Giants off a bye week. Yeah, how do you yeah, beat the Giants off a bye week? Yeah, there's something there. Something is smelling fishy. Yeah, no, it, it's it's mind blowing. Patriots two and nine ATS. And with that win, the Giants uh, tie the skins, and they have the tiebreaker, so the skins are in last. And <laughs> don't look now. The Giants are two games back, two and a half games back of the wild card. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't make me throw up in my mouth. The Giants from here, I think they have a bye week. They have a bye week, then they have the Packers. Okay, so they're trying to get back into this race. They still got to play the Eagles twice, who always beat the Giants. So, yeah, uh, Giants suck. Patriots suck worse. That was my recap from this game. <laughs> uh, let's go over to another game that kind of sucked a little bit. It was actually entertaining, but I mean, quarterback play was not very good in this game. Baker Mayfield becomes one of the first quarterbacks ever injured to, or to get injured on a quarterback sneak. There was a bad interception at the end of the game. Minshew magic continues. Colts six and five. Where did this come from? The Indianapolis Colts are six and five. And if the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs. What world are we living in? I know. I just looked at that this morning and I was like, what? They suck. <laughs> the Colts? <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, something? Do you think they're good? No. Uh, they have an okay defense that have had some people that aren't the big names stepping up. They have Jonathan Taylor. They've ran the ball well, but. Mm-hmm. They're not good. I mean, it's interesting. This is a team that lost their their you know franchise quarterback in Anthony Richardson, and they they're still winning games. They, I thought Ursay would be like, you know what? Let's not win games. We we already have our future. Let's get him some uh, pieces around him by tanking. But no, they've stayed competitive. Shout out to Minshew Mania. Maybe he just won't allow it. 
maybe Minshew won't allow them to tank. I don't know, but uh, yeah, this is it's weird that they're they're six and five. The Bucks are the better team here, um, but I. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a tough game for him. I, I was on the Colts here. I don't know why. I was just on the Colts. I, I thought that they were going to win at home. And, uh, yeah, this is, I don't know. It's a weird situation. It's been a weird year, hasn't it? <laughs> how are they? How do they have a better record than the Bills? Like, what is going <laughs> right. on in this league right now? Yeah, but, you know, you look at it, man. They beat three games in a row. They have a three-game win streak. They beat the Panthers, worst team in the NFL. Beat the Patriots, second worst team in the NFL. Beat the Bucks top five worst team. So they've done a good job of taking care of business in and Sano makes a good point in the chat. Their schedule sucks. They got the, they got the Titans. They got the Bengals without Burrow. They got the Steelers. The Steelers is the hardest game. Um, or yeah. I guess the te- Steelers are Texans and then they're at Atlanta and then Vegas. I mean, the schedule kind of lines up for them to sneak into the playoffs and, and be that seven seed that could just get absolutely housed in the first round. Um, <laughs> I'll give I'll give uh, I'll give the coaching staff uh, some credit here. Steichen, I think he's done a good job of getting creative with Minshew. Jonathan Taylor, it's really good. I guess that yeah. is a bright spot on the roster. But I don't know. They got the Titans next week in Tennessee. That's a, that's got to be a variable spot, right? In Tennessee, yeah, I think so. Yeah. If it was uh, if it wasn't in Tennessee, no. <laughs> yes. Hey, and from here, the Bucks, I. They're only one game back of the division, and they got Carolina and Atlanta coming up. So, Bucks are four and seven, but right in the thick of things in that beautiful NFC South. <laughs> All righty, uh, let's 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 take a break real quick and talk about prize picks because basketball season is here. Now you can combo both basketball and football, and if you want to take. For example, uh, well, you don't know who's going to play in the NBA with load management, but you could take Giannis, and you could take Patrick Mahomes, and you could put them together with uh, yards and field goal makes or whatever you want to do, and you can play alongside Prize Picks with your favorite players um, each and every week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy that entries, even if one of your players gets injured, the reboot policy Prize Picks is only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Jay Mark, I know you are thinking about some Chicago bears prize picks tonight. What, uh, what higher, uh, the Chicago bears plays do you have for tonight? Yeah, I got four bears and one, one Vikings to throw in there. DJ Moore more than 65 and a half receiving yards fields, more than 55 and a half rushing yards and more than 19 and a half fantasy points. Tyler Scott, more than six and a half receiving yards. They've been getting him involved with just two or three plays a game. That's all he's going to need for six and a half. And then Alexander Madison, who's been losing time to Ty Chandler against a Bears defense that has improved against the run less than 42 and a half rush yards. Go Bears. Go Bears. The Bears. Uh, get over there. Uh, tell tell J. Mark's angles. I like it. Let's do it. Um, and, and of course, if you could just go over to prizepicks.com SGPN and use the code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com code SGPN. Prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, prop game lines. Research any NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer with historical data. 
Enter the parlay into Hall of Fame's bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get each and every leg broken down so you know which ones have the better values and which ones don't. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets for a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. All righty, we're back on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Moving along. In this slate, next up on the dock, I actually benedicted this one uh, yesterday, J-Mark. I know I gave out the Saints earlier in the week, but I ended up betting the Falcons because I said I'm going to bet whoever the dog is. And the Saints went up to a two-point favorite. I said, no, they should not be lying to, uh, especially with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen. We read those stats over and over, how bad they are against the spread, especially as a favorite. The Saints can't get out of their own way, man. Derek Carr, they're about to go up 10 nothing to start the game, throws a pick six. Desmond Ritter sucks, too. I mean, he tried to give the game right back to him with his <laughs> multiple interceptions. Uh, but in the end, Atlanta was too much because they were able to run the ball with B. John Robinson, Tyler Algier, and Cordell Patterson. I love the, I love the three-headed monster. These two teams so will true. have a rematch in a couple weeks, but what was your takeaway here? Uh, yeah, my takeaway is that Derek Carr is not the answer for New Orleans. I, I thought he was going to do good for that offense, but he really hasn't shined at all all year. I mean, he just doesn't look good. He may be cooked. He may be a, a backup quarterback now. Thought Jameis was going to be the starter of this game. I didn't think Carr was going to pass that concussion protocol, and I think maybe he should have been. Maybe they should have seen what Jameis could do as far as moving the ball for him because, like I said, Carr's just not getting the job done. You know it's crazy. I mean, you look at the you look at the Saints right now, five and six, two eight and one ATS. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, they got the Lions, Panthers, and Giants three straight home games. At worst, that should be two and th- two and one, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and we we said they might they get it by default. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, at worst, they should be seven and seven with the Rams, Bucks, and Falcons on the stretch. So as much as we're killing them, and they should be killed, they suck, um, so do the rest of the teams. The Falcons got the Jets, Bucks, Panthers, Colts, Bears, and Saints. I mean, one of these teams is going to be in the playoffs. That's that's the crazy thing. And maybe the other one sneaks in as a wild card based off of just having to play the Panthers multiple times. It's going to be the Saints. I got to live up to that Saints-Jag Super Bowl prediction. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. These two teams are so average, and one of them will host a playoff game and get absolutely housed probably by Dallas in the first round. So, right. uh, like I said, both are 5-6. and six. Both will play in Week 18, most likely for the division, unless the Bucks can get back in this puppy. Uh, let's go over to the next game. Jay Mark, next up we got... Man, this I got cute and tried to flip flop here too. I tried to take the Panthers because I heard it was Reich's potential final game. I thought they were going to come out fired up, and to be honest, they probably should have covered. Um, had multiple chances at the end of the game. Uh, Bryce Young, they can't sustain a drive. Bryce Young's too small; they can't protect. Uh, good win for the Titans, I guess, but they 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 scored early and then they couldn't they couldn't move the ball the whole second half. Uh, these two teams aren't very good, or the Panthers aren't very good at all. The Titans are not good at all, other than they have Mike Grable. Yeah, 100% agree. They they win some games at home. That's really all you can say about them. Derrick Henry at home plays very well. On the road, they're a terrible team. As a Bears fan, got to love the uh, the Panthers losing again. I mean, we uh, 
we have Unreal. their first round pick. We, we're excited to have that number one pick in the draft again. Um, yeah, and then Frank Reich gone, fired this morning uh, or maybe late last night. So I don't think that changes anything this year for the Panthers, though. I think they got the wrong guy quarterback in. I don't think they're a team that's going to put together a lot of wins. I don't even think you – I don't even know if you see a bounce. You know, sometimes the, the coach gets fired in that next game, you get that bounce game. I don't even know if you're going to get that. I don't know if they have the right personnel <laughs> to do that even. I, I don't I don't know. This I, is a bad team. I was thinking about it. I go, last time they had a coaching change, it was Matt Rule and they got the bump. I go, what was that, two years ago? Oh, wait, no, that was last year. Um, <laughs> I will say I know people are killing Frank Reich. He never had a shot. He never had a chance. No. I mean, the fucking owner – Took Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. I mean, <laughs> like, right. in, in fairness, Frank Reich he never had a shot. That wasn't his quarterback. He didn't want Bryce Young. That was the owner's mm-hmm. pick. So uh, I think Frank Reich's actually happy to get out of there, go be an offensive coordinator, and maybe get another shot in a couple years. He, he'll probably go back and work, like, in Kansas City for Andy Reid, I would think. Yeah, get Matt Nagy out of there. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's awful. Uh, the Titans are not dead yet, like you said. They are 4-7. and seven. Although we both agree we don't really like this team, but they got Indy coming, try to get back into that playoff race. So, all right, J. Mark, let's move along to a team uh, that actually moved the football for a change on Sunday. Matt Canada out, so the Steelers rolled sixteen to ten. It's like a high scoring game for them. Uh, Kenny Pickett, yeah, Kenny Pickett looked all right. Najee Harris was effective, and so was Jalen Warren. The rushing attack. Steelers get it done, grind it out seven to four. I still don't think they're very good, but hey, seven to four, seven to four. Yeah, how dare you take the uh, Jake Browning and the Bengals in this game? Come on. I loved it. Mike Tomlin and that defense. (laughs) No, I, you know, this this game was not a exciting game to watch, but um, Steelers did what the Steelers do. They limit opportunities for the opponent. They put up enough points to win the game. It's not a lot of points, 16, but it's all they needed. So they they controlled the clock, they moved the ball, they limited their opponent, and won the game. And that's the kind of the Mike Tomlin way these days. Yeah, I mean, they they may have found something. And I was looking at their schedule, man. I mean, I don't think the Steelers are that good, but Arizona at home, New England at home, at Indy, Bengals, at Seattle, at at uh, at Baltimore. I mean, those last two are hard, but. Out of the next four, if they could just split it, they're already at nine. If they just win their next two home games, they're going to lose to New England. I'm going to call it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Belichick owns Tomlin. (laughs) I'm already talking myself into the Patriots against the Steelers. Um, I mean, if they get three out of four, they're in with ten wins, right? Yeah, I think they got to be. And what what an easy bet again preseason. We gave it out. Steelers over their win total. Yeah. It was at eight and a half, I think. And we said, Tomlin's going to get over 500. Easy bet. Easy money. Absolutely wild. Absolutely wild the way that he continues to find ways to win games. But Patriots are going to get them in a couple of weeks. You wait and see. <laughs> uh, Steelers, like I said, they got the Cardinals coming to town. I think that's going to be a tight game. I don't know why I think that's going to be a tight game. It's something... So the Steelers don't blow anybody out. That's the other thing about the Steelers. Real. So um, the Bengals are cooked, man. Five and six. The Magic's done. No Burrow. They're at Jacksonville Monday night. That's a loss. So they're pretty much out of it. Uh, all right. Let's get over into probably the game of the early window. And that was the Jacksonville Jaguars getting it done in Houston. 
Tremendous game. Looking forward to watching these two teams clash for years and years to come. Lawrence over 300 yards. Stroud over 300 yards. Great game. I thought the Jags were the better team, but I will say Houston got – and these are both our locks. We both locked up Jacksonville. We didn't think it was time yet for Houston. But this officiating did Houston no favors. This was god-awful. No. Yeah, it really was. Um, bad calls on both sides, but I think the Texans got screwed more there. And you kind of took the words right out of my mouth of this this rivalry for years to come. I was I was watching this game and it was just exciting, you know, with Trevor Lawrence and CJ Stroud and thinking to myself, like, you know, you used to get so excited to see like Brady and Manning face off every year and whatnot. Yeah. That's going to be this matchup, I think. I think Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Stroud, if they can keep going at the pace they're going now, this is going to be something we circle every time and say this is going to be a hell of a game. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting to watch. They're both both young quarterbacks that play pretty well. Um, obviously, everybody's been uh, talking about C.J. Stroud, but Trevor Lawrence quietly doing well, too. He's got to clean up a couple things. But still, this, this is a, a fun rivalry. I like this one. And, and – um, it was a good game to watch, fun game to watch. I'm sure people expected more points, but it was still fun to watch. Yeah, and, and don't look now. The Jaguars are tied for the one seed, and we talked about this in the preseason that they could be a dark horse with this shit schedule. They got the Bengals, and then they go to the Browns. The Browns will be a tough test, but then they got the Ravens. But then they finish with all NFC South teams with the Bucks, Panthers, and then they finish with the Titans. With the Chiefs and Ravens, who are going to have difficult schedules, we talked about the Dolphins. They got some tricky spots down the road. Could the Jaguars backdoor their way into a one seed here, J-Mark? I mean, it's possible. They they have to take that game against the Ravens. That's who's holding the one seed right, right now, right? And the Ravens have struggled down there in Florida. Yeah. So, I'm yeah, I kind of like this Jaguars team, man. I mean, that was a big win for them. I, and I think you hit the nail around the head, J-Mark. I mean, Lawrence, Stroud. That's the next wave. I mean, we've already got Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Yeah. I guess we'll throw Herbert. We'll talk about Herbert here in a second. But <laughs> like, they, like this neck, like this, these guys in like their fourth, fifth year that are that are looking like studs. Then you got Lawrence and Stroud who are in their first, second, and third year that are looking like another wave of superstars. I, I, I'm still waiting for for the quarterback to come to one of our franchises. Like, why can't we catch one of these guys? We always get. To, I mean, I like Sam Howell, but not he's not as good as those guys. And I know Jay Justin Fields. Fields what you talking about? <laughs> the Jay Fields ain't like that. Uh, those guys are freaking studs. So um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe we can win with uh, with with those guys. But I'm not holding my breath. Uh, all right, let's move along. Um, I'll tell you, I had no feel in this game. I, I, I think I ended up taking the Cardinals just because we know the Kyler Murray stats as a dog. They got fucking housed in this game. The, the Rams are looking Rams are looking like a playoff contender all of a sudden. Back-to-back wins in the NFC West. Uh, took care of business, dominated the yardage, shoot. 500 yards of offense. Cooper Cup's back. Uh, Puka Nakua keeps rolling. Tyler Higby's back. Kyron Williams is back. Everybody's back. And all of a sudden, the Rams are starting to roll. From here, who do the Rams got? They got the Browns at home, and they got the Ravens, but then you got Skins and Saints. I don't know. You buying stock in this Rams team as a wild card contender? I think so, especially if they can stay healthy. I mean, a lot of people, I saw a lot of people talking about how well Stafford did in this game. This is a different football team and a different offense when Kyron Williams is in there. 
I was down on Kyron Williams at the start of this season, fantasy football wise. I said, you know, there's no way he's going to keep getting multiple touchdown games. But every time he's healthy and in the game, he seems like he gets multiple touchdown games. He can do it in the air, on the ground. Um, he really power powerhouses that team. I know they have a great passing attack with Nakua and Cup and Stafford, but Kyron Williams, I think, is what makes this team have a, a much better offense. So it was good to see him back on the field if you're a Rams fan. And for the Cardinals, I was not a believer in Kyler Murray. You know that. He came out the first two games back and looked decent. I thought, well, maybe he's got some, but it feels like he's fallen back to the Kyler that we know and love. That He's been playing a little bit too much Call of Duty, a little distracted, and uh, can't win games. Yeah, uh, Call of Duty must be out or something. I don't know. Um, uh, but, but with the Rams, I mean, you look at it too. They're what, one game back at Seattle? They swept Seattle, so they have that tiebreaker head-to-head. They've already taken care of business there. They uh, they swept the Cardinals, too, so that's 4-0 in the division. Have they played the – yeah, they did. They uh, they played the Niners once, so they got one more with the Niners. They got the Giants and Skins on, on the schedule. I mean, they're, they're going to have a chance to control their own destiny, I think. Agreed. Oh, there you I go. I did mute myself. You're back. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's no, talk about – Let's go over to a team that's uh, all of a sudden controlling a lot of destiny. That's the fucking Broncos who have won five in a row. Said, gave them 70 points. They told all those veterans, said, get the hell out of town. We're going to win without you. And they've won. That's all they've done. I mean, they dominated this game. Uh, They, this was an ass whipping. And Russ isn't even playing that good now. He's, he's kind of just more of a game manager like he was in Seattle's defense. All of a sudden is starting to cook, which is hard to believe because, we talked about it. I mean, they gave up 70 points, but during this win streak, they gave up 17 to Green Bay, 9 to Kansas City, 22 to Buffalo, 20 to Minnesota, 12 to uh, Cleveland. Now they do hit the road three straight times at Houston, at L.A., at Detroit. Kind of feel like shit's about to get real for these Broncos here when they hit the road. How about you? They took care of business four out of five at home. Yeah, that's going to be a tough road trip, um, all three of them, just back-to-back-to-back like that. But, yeah, like you said, credit to that defense who has quietly improved and become one of the tougher defenses to play. Um, It'll be interesting to see how much of that is being in Mile High Stadium. You know, you have an advantage with the the altitude and being accustomed to that. So they're going to have to really put in the work on the road here. I, I I personally see him losing two of those three. Maybe all three. They'll probably beat the Chargers. Yeah. Everybody beats the Chargers. The Chargers <laughs> will lose by three. Schedule loss. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of like the Texans a lot this weekend. And we'll we'll yeah. talk about that on Wednesday. But what are we doing with the Browns? Uh, Dorian Thompson. That was not a penalty, by the way. We need to start penalizing these dumb quarterback plays. If uh, you see a defensive lineman coming at you full speed, don't jump and throw. You might get hit. So that's not roughing <laughs> the passer. Stop, tired of these soft-ass fucking rules that these freaking people in suits in New York lay out. That was ridiculous. P.J. Walker, uh, it sounds like uh, I don't know how much time Dorian Thompson's going to miss. Have you heard anything on that? I haven't yet, no. I still like the Browns, but this was a letdown off the Steelers the Super Bowl win. I mean, they they put so much emphasis into that. So, righty, J. Mark, we Broncos six and five back in the race, right in the thick of things. They have a better record than Buffalo. To be honest, they were on the verge of pulling within one game of the division. 
but the Chiefs were able to pull away here. For somebody that had uh, Vegas plus nine and a half when they were up 14 nothing, I was feeling pretty good. And did the math in my head. I go, well, all they got to do is just keep it within three touchdowns the rest of the game, and they'll, they'll win. Well, they get outscored 31 to three. The Chiefs turn it on. Um, I was actually kind of surprised that they came back and won the way they did. What's your takeaway from this? Mahomes back being Mahomes, Kelsey back being Kelsey, Chiefs bounce back. Yeah, I mean, I this was fun when the Raiders went up 14 nothing because I immediately opened good old bet 365. I'm like, are the Chiefs plus money now? Yep, they are. Let's take them. Um, what were they? I, just I forgot to check. That was on me. It was, it was dumb. It was only plus 145 at the time, but plus money on the Chiefs. I'm going to take it almost every time. Um, this was a game where we thought they were going to be pissed off because they lost to the Eagles and uh, to just route the Raiders. And I think that's what you saw minus the, the first drives there that the Raiders scored. Then they turned it into a route and they just moved the ball really well. Like I expected them to do the whole game. I don't know what was with the sleepy start, but uh, chiefs are angry. This chiefs team, their defense is really good, but they don't scare me as much as they have the past couple years. Like, if uh, I don't, I don't know if they're going to make the Super Bowl if they can't get better play on offense from their receivers. I know this game was decent, but it was the Raiders. So I, I don't know. This, what, what do you think about these Chiefs? I'm, I'm not buying into them as no, a Super Bowl here. They got too many distractions for me, man. That 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 swift that swift thing that that's weight on the team. I, I don't care what they say. And I know it's his personal life, but that that's a distraction. So yeah. I'm not a buyer on the Chiefs right now. I think the offense needs to come around, but they'll be in the AFC Championship game. I'll guarantee that. Like, they'll be in the mix. I just don't think they're going to get over the hump this year. I don't think they're going to win back-to-back. It's hard. You don't think You don't think it's going to be the uh, Colts, Jags, and the AFC Championship? No, nah, I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs. It, it'll especially, who, Chiefs actually, I think, have a relatively soft schedule coming up. At Green Bay, that should be a win. Um, Buffalo at home, that's going to be a tricky game because Buffalo will be off the bye. At New England, <laughs> don't take a- New England. <laughs> <laughs> should be a win. Uh, my God, that'll be the one Belichick wins. Uh, Raiders at home, Bengals at home. So the schedule is soft. They should win five out of their last six, I would think. Yeah. Four or two at worst. So we've never seen Mahomes play a road playoff game. Yeah, that's true. the other thing. So, do they end up getting the one seed? If the Jaguars get it, how will the Chiefs respond to going on the road? If the Dolphins get it, how did they respond there? So, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean that they don't get it done this year. Yeah, or Baltimore. That'll be a tough place. Or to Baltimore. Play on the road. Yeah, Baltimore just has a harder schedule. But yeah, Baltimore's yeah. fucking rolling. All right, that's. Uh, I think the Raiders' magic uh, ran out too. Uh, eventually, Coach Pierce has got to coach a little bit. It can't just be all emotional smoke stogies with the jets and giants win so uh let's go over to the game of the day the game where god damn i had the bills on the money line and god damn it should have hit i'll keep it at that buffalo uh falls apart down the stretch philly finds a way to win another game that they're dominated at the line of scrimmage in in the yardage uh i think they were down as many as 10 in this one they play again tomorrow. I'm betting Buffalo again tomorrow. I think Buffalo is a better football team than Philly, but Philly finds a way to win. You got to give them credit. They're tough at Lincoln Financial Field. 
Those fans are crazy. They 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 find ways to win there. But I I mean they strap it up and play on a neutral field tomorrow. I'm definitely going to be on Buffalo. I I I'm not I'm not staying away from my Buffalo preseason Super Bowl pick. I still think they're good enough to win it. They just have to get into the fucking playoffs with the hole that they've built. Yeah, this game. Um, first of all, it was amazing game to watch. It was a lot of fun. Second. It, it did surprise me. The Eagles pulled this one out after your Super Bowl rematch right before the 49ers. I thought for right. sure Buffalo was going to take this game and they probably should have. Despite what Sean says, Sean, don't fire me. But this was that was not um, what well, wasn't intentional grounding. And it was a horse collar tackle. Oh, God, um, yeah, <laughs> like that was. That was probably as many bad calls as we saw all day. That was probably the worst. I don't know how, and it just, it flipped so much as far as the, uh, the drive there. I, I don't know how they called that, but, um, maybe penalties need to be reviewable, you know, in the spring football, in the, the Canadian football league, the CFL, they'll review penalties to make sure they get it right. I know they don't want to slow the game too much. But maybe the coach gets an extra challenge that's just for penalties um, so that they can't overturn stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, they they kind of got screwed there, obviously. But fun game to watch either way. RD in the chat said he's got a friend at the bar that says Josh Allen is just Daniel Jones with a better cast and slightly stronger arm. What do you think? No. <laughs> no, Josh <laughs> Allen. Josh Allen's fucking good, man. I, I know he makes some boneheaded mistakes. But, I mean, you can't come away from that game compared Josh Allen to Daniel Jones. Josh Allen was was awesome yesterday. He just missed he made one bad interception where he didn't see uh didn't he saw the he didn't see the corner peel off the the deep route. But other than that, he was pretty much flawless. And I guess he missed the final throw with him and Gabe Davis not on the same page, but oh over three hundred yards in those elements. I mean it was raining. It was it was nasty out there. He almost rushed us for a hundred yards. I love Josh Allen. I, I think he's a stud. I think he just Got to, he's got to limit himself a little bit. I think the, the change in offensive coordinator has been a good change for him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and if you're going to compare him to anybody, it's Carson Wentz 2.0, right? A Carson Wentz that can run and stay healthy. Uh, hey, well, <laughs> hey, you notice how the Rams have won every game since Wentz got there. So maybe Wentz is the one that changed the mojo. <laughs> right. He's good as a yeah. backup quarterback. Just don't play him in uh, the elimination game, Ron. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Sano bringing up a good point at the end of the game there, tie game, 20 seconds left. Yeah. You kneel to make sure Josh Allen doesn't make a mistake. Is that is that what that's about? I think the other thing is their kicker's not very good. He had already missed two kicks. Uh they don't have Jake Elliott. I can't I can't believe Jake yeah. Elliott made that field goal. I mean, that that, that guy, good. that guy's fucking unbelievable. He went yeah. to kick it. I'm like, this fucking guy has he has to miss a big kick eventually. Every time it's a big kick, he makes it. He's starting yeah. to get into that Tucker Vinatieri range of just clutching. He's unbelievable. So yeah, agreed. E- Eagles, uh, Eagles are ten and one, and they're catching three against the Niners next week. Lay it. <laughs> I don't come at me, Eagles fans. Kiss my ass. I am so sick of this Ponzi scheme that they keep having, where they get dominated for the whole game and they pull the shit out of their ass. I think I think next week they're gonna get they're gonna get beat pretty good. I think it's a revenge angle for San Fran too. I think San yeah. Fran's all healthy. They're ready to go. They've had this one circled. They were not. They were pretty pissed off with not having Brock Purdy finish that game. And I'm and I'm not one of those. I know Sean's gonna jump all over this. I'm not one of those guys that said that the Niners would have won if Purdy had stayed healthy. 
I am one of those guys that said that game was going to come down to the wire if Purdy stayed healthy. I thought yeah. it was going to be right down the wire, but they, I mean, they didn't block Reddick, so they need to they need to figure out their coverage scheme um, and block Hassan Reddick this time. Yep, for sure. So you're leaning Niners too? Oh yeah, Niners yeah. are the best team in football. Are you going to power rank them number one on the power rankings tomorrow? You know I am. <laughs> you know I am. If anything, hey, I might know slide. Sean's going to say, they just beat the Bills and the Chiefs. Why aren't they number one? I can't wait to throw the Niners, drill their ass, I'll put the Niners or the Eagles at like six. <laughs> <laughs> I had them at four for all these weeks, and then finally I'm like, man, I can't really rank them. Ahead. Even though I think the Chiefs are better than them, even though I think the Bills are better than them, even though I think the Ravens are better than them, I'll give them a little bit of credit for winning. But I ain't ranking them above the Niners. But if they beat the Niners, I guess by default, I'll have to rank them ahead of the Niners. Yeah, true. I can't believe I have to root for the Niners. This is what does this world come to? I hate all these teams. <laughs> Why can't I get a good team? Why can't you get a good team, GM Mark? But right? uh we mentioned it. The Eagles, um, the Eagles are what, 10 and 1. They have they got Dallas after San Fran, right? Yes. And then they're Brutal at Seattle. Stretch. Chiefs, Bills. 49ers Dallas just they pissed off the schedule makers apparently they're gonna lose these next two. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna pick Dallas that oh that, that them and Dallas always split I guess yeah to Dallas should have beat them in Philly to be honest I mean they gave that fucking Dak but they Dallas is front runners at home and then yeah they'll, they'll beat the shit out of the Giants get to what 13 and 4 whatever 14 and 3 yeah. I hate the Eagles. <laughs> Pond, the Pond, you're, you're, you Eagles fans have your Ponzi schemes revive one more week. Go Niners this upcoming week. You can tweet me at Moneyline <laughs> underscore Mac. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go over to the Sunday night game where if you had the Chargers plus three and a half, this was a hell of a nightcap to a shit week for me. Fuck you, Zay Flowers, you bastard. Uh, go <laughs> down. The game is over. Um, Ravens cover the number. Uh, Chargers finally don't lose a three-point game. It was a 10-point game. Brandon Staley sucks, four and seven. Ravens continue to find ways to win. I like this Ravens team a lot. Yeah, I don't like the, the Ravens team. Um, but, it, yeah, you can't deny that they've played very well. Uh, one of the things, I mean, we got to talk about Chargers. All this talent, great team. I don't think enough people are hating on them. The Bears are getting so much shit and hate for being a three-win team. Let's let's throw some of that shade. Let's throw some more shade, I should say, to the Chargers. Um, Ravens, like you said, they got a tough schedule, but they've been playing very, very well. They've set themselves up in a nice position here. So, uh, yeah, it's – I don't know. This, this is a game I think the Ravens should have won by more because the Chargers suck. Uh, J Mark four win club right now, Tennessee, uh, Giants, Redskins, Buccaneers, and the Chargers. Bears after tonight. Bears. The fact <laughs> that the Chargers are in that company is embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, they sure. that team has way too much talent to be in the same discussion as the Redskins, Giants, Bears. Uh, and Buccaneers and who else? Oh, Titans. I mean that yeah. that this is the biggest underachieving team by far this year. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they're done. Staley's done. Put a fork in them. Uh, yeah. that was the final straw. Patriots are going to beat the Chargers on Sunday. I'm calling it right now. 
Or it'll be a three-point game. I can tell you that. Take the points. <laughs> right. the, Patriots, the Patriots will probably throw the game and lose by three. So um, <laughs> the Ravens, though, nine and three, continue to roll. They have a bye week, J-Mark, and then they're going to get healthy. They got five games left against the Rams, at the Jags, at the Niners, and then the Finns and Steelers. They're going to have a shot at this one seed, but, I, I mean, boy, what did we do to get uh, Ravens-Niners on Christmas night? Hello, that might be a Super Bowl uh, preview. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not Saints-Jags, but, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All righty. Um, that'll do it for week 12, and let's look ahead to week number 14. But first, J-Mark, do you by chance have week 13? Handy on you? Uh, um, yeah, I do. You're a good One, scholar. <laughs> I knew I had it here somewhere. Um, let me get on the right tab. This is what happens when you have too many tabs. All right. Oh, so <laughs> Seattle at Dallas. I gave out Dallas at minus three and a half. They're now eight and a half point favorites. Ooh. Cardinals at Pitt. I gave out the Cardinals as a six point dog. Um, they're only five and a half, so we didn't get a lot of value on that one. Half a point. <laughs> yeah, half a point. Houston, uh, two-point favorite at Denver. Gave that one out. They're now three and a half, so crossed the uh, the three there. I like that. And then you gave out Miami, five and a half point favorites against the Skins. They're now up to nine and a half. You had Jacksonville as a pick against the Bengals. They're now eight-point favorites. And then the Browns were uh, one-and-a-half-point favorites at the Rams. You gave them out. Now they're four-and-a-half-point dogs. Damn. So I, I completely whiffed on that one. But <laughs> yeah. I, I will say I got lucky on the Jaguar one. Burrow had not gone down. So they, right. that kind of that, – that that's why I got that eight helped. points of value there. So, <laughs> all right, man. Well, fucking Browns, don't let me down, baby. Uh, <laughs> I believe. Uh, all right, let's go into this one, my man. Let's talk week number 14. Which number – oh, I know which one I'm grabbing first, but you go ahead and – no, I don't want to take yours if you want to grab it. Go for it. Patriots plus five and a half against the Steelers. Every time these two teams play, is a three-point game. I think this number will come down. I know the Patriots are god-awful, but it's the Steelers. They don't blow out anybody. Give me the Pats plus five and a half. All right. I I should have known that's where you were going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Can't quit uh, them, baby. I got to get my money back. <laughs> We were just talking about the Browns. They're uh, one-point dogs against Jacksonville. I'm all over Jacksonville as a one-point favorite there. I think uh, I think the Browns are done for. They got a great defense, but I don't think the they have the answer as a quarterback. If only they had like a guy like Josh Dobbs or something. You know? Oh wait, they did. They traded him away. Uh, <laughs> he would have been a perfect backup for this offense. Uh, that was a big mistake on their part. But yeah, give me Jags to. Probably be at least a three, three and a half point favorite, maybe more against the Browns. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, give me the Niners laying seven and a half against the Seahawks. They just played in Seattle last week, and the number was seven at the 12th man. This thing's going to be north of 10, just based yeah. off of going over to San Fran. I know they're coming off the Eagle game, but from a value standpoint, this number will close 10, 10 and a half. So give me the Niners. Lay the number, and I think the number in the playoff game last year was 10 as well, um, last time they played at San Fran. So I'll be on the Niners here. All right. I like it. 
Um, I guess I'm picking games against tough defenses. Houston is a two and a half point favorite over the Jets. Houston's good. Uh, Stroud is going to be able to find some holes in that defense. The Jets suck. They can't really move the ball, whether it's Tim Boyle or Zach Wilson. So give me the Texans. I think this this is probably, I don't know, probably gets up to four and a half or more. I like it again. Uh, all right, give me the filthy cowgirls in the Sunday night game. They're in a pick with the Eagles right now. They played in Philly a couple weeks ago. The game closed at three, I think two and a half in some spots. Dallas will be favored by three, maybe three and a half. We're seeing it right now. The Eagles are not power rated very well. So from a value standpoint, the Eagles are <clears throat> uh, getting three at home against San Francisco. Dallas is at least going to be laying three, maybe three and a half, maybe four against the Eagles. Give me the Cowgirls in a uh, pick them right now against those filthy Eagles. Cowgirls and filthy Eagles. You get jabs at everybody. We talk about go. the damn mini giants too. You know, if my team's going to suck, I'm going to be miserable with, with everybody else. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> gosh, where do I go for this last one? I was going to do Denver plus three against the Chargers. I don't know why they're dogs because it's LA. That's going to be a Denver game. Yeah. Um, but I'll do this one. Give me those filthy fucking Packers and how they've been playing well. Only three and a half point favorites against the Giants. I know the Giants have been a little feisty, but overall, I think the Giants suck. So I think this gets closer to that that five and a half, six range for the Packers. Um, the the DeVito days are about done. And uh, yeah, I, I hate those Packers, but I'm going to do it. I'll do it for RD. How about that? I'm on the Cowboys. You're on the Packers. What is going on in this world? <laughs> All right, J-Mark, that wraps up another edition of the Recap and Look Ahead. J-Mark, Monday Night Football. So we got old-fashioned football. What we got going on here tonight, man? Playoffs. Playoffs? You want to talk about the play? Yeah, we got uh, waivers and whiskey. We're going to be talking about some of the strength of schedule in the playoffs for fantasy football managers. And then tomorrow we have a uh, distiller on Dylan Carney from Savage and Cook out of California. So make sure you check that out. It should be a fun time. You guys can find me at Moneyline underscore Mac. J Mark and I will be back on Wednesday where I'll uh, talk myself into the Patriots again. So you can't, can't, <laughs> can't quit them yet, right, baby? You, you could. You could. <laughs> <laughs> got to get my money back eventually. You got to cover eventually, right? <laughs> oh, my God. They have completely screwed me. I know they're on the early slate with the Chargers, two teams I love to take and two teams I love to letting me down. So it's going to be a beautiful uh, week 13 <laughs> look ahead or week 13 mornings game preview. The Skins are on the slate. Are the Bears on the slate, too? Bye week for the Bears. Most okay. boring week in football for me. <laughs> I'll take the skins against the Dolphins. Sprinkle some on the money line. Just kidding. Uh, you guys catch us Wednesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 Central. That's all I got. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday. And good luck with Monday night. Let's go, Bears. Don't forget to go let Bears. it ride. We are out of here.